This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking about 2011 information security trends with Lisa Gallagher, Senior Director of Privacy and Security at the Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society. Thanks so much for joining us today, Lisa. Thank you, Howard. I'm happy to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at HIMSS? The common factor among our HIMSS members is, of course, their involvement with IT. So, as you can imagine, there are several factors at play for the area that we call privacy and security. So, first, there are privacy and security concerns in various care settings, and Privacy and security clearly overlaps with things like quality, patient safety, cost, etc. So, and many organizations in in healthcare don't have deep content knowledge and privacy and security on their own staff, and oftentimes they rely on HIMSS for help in those areas. And at HIMSS, we do see quite a bit of need for content-related materials and support in the area of privacy and security from our members. So my job at HIMSS is to make sure that we're making progress on providing our members with valuable resources to help them meet their own responsibilities in privacy and security and then provide a focal point for all of those activities. So that's what I do every day. Based on your research and your discussions with HIMSS members, what would you say are the top five trends in healthcare information privacy and security for 2011? Well, Howard, in thinking about this, I, I broke it into two areas. Um, the first is just what do we get the most questions on or what are some of the most challenging issues in the technical area of security? And there I identified three that, that are trends both from our survey as well as what we get questions and, and requests for resources on. Uh, the first I would have to say is mobile device security. So many organizations have employees that either have or want to use mobile devices in their jobs, so laptops, smartphones, etc. And organizations need to understand how they can deploy these safely, both through policies and procedures as well as technical controls to help them keep the information safe. And then that leads us to another area, which is data encryption. Uh, A lot of organizations ask us about the requirements in this area. Do we really need to encrypt the data that we store and transmit? Do we need to spend the money on technical encryption technology, et cetera? And then following that is email encryption. There's a lot of discussion as to whether they should be encrypting all of their email also. So those are some of the topical areas that are, are more technical in nature. A few emerging areas that we are talking a lot about, uh, the first is privacy and security issues for the exchange environment. So what happens when an organization participates in a health information exchange? What are their obligations and responsibilities with regard to data sharing? What about the recommendations on patient consent that were recently provided by the ONC Privacy and Security Tiger Team? And what does that mean to an organization that's about to start sharing information in an exchange environment? Uh, those are, are things that we talk quite a bit about in our volunteer work groups and get questions on. And then the final emerging area, I think, is, is social media in healthcare. This is becoming a, a high priority topic. Organizations themselves may want to have a social media presence, 
So they wonder how do they implement that and how do they control it? How do they ensure that no sensitive information is published and nothing is done that would damage the reputation of their organization? At the same time, they also have employees who make decisions every day about their own participation in social media. So how does an organization manage that and, and make sure that no information that's sensitive gets out and no no damage to the reputation of the organization is done. Interestingly, we find that uh, most healthcare organizations don't have a policy on social media. So um, actually at HIMSS, we have a volunteer work group that's working on a white paper on this topic to give organizations on advice on how to assess their risk in, in deploying social media activities and what mitigation strategies for those risks might be applicable. Um, and this is an example, Howard, of how we, together with our volunteers, respond to the needs of members on key issues or topics of interest in, in privacy and security. Do you have any idea when that white paper will become available? Actually, I think it's going to be in the early part of next year. I, we are actually reviewing a draft and working on finalizing it. So, um, what we do is we try to write white papers that are not too long, just provide you know basic resources that are needed, perhaps links to other resources, et cetera. And that paper is already in draft, and I'm guessing that it will be out in the next couple of months. So what advice would you give to healthcare CIOs and chief information security officers as they set their security spending priorities for next year and beyond? What investments and strategies are most important for protecting sensitive patient information, especially in light of the major breaches reported so far? From the HEM security survey this year, we already know that the amount spent on security is relatively low. So, again, this year approximately half of our respondents reported that their organization spends 3% or less of their organization's IT budget on security. So we think that number is relatively low. We've seen some improvement year over year, and we hope to see that going forward. But, of course, you know, resources are tight, and spending needs to be focused on key priority areas for the organization. For security, I think we really need to focus in two primary areas. The first is supporting the employee in understanding their role in security. Howard, from the list of major breaches, we see that the majority resulted from the loss or theft of portable devices. So we know that it's important that we set clear, achievable policies in these areas, and we also educate and train the employees on the security practices that will help each of them and the organization itself meet their security goals. Now, for the organization itself, I think, and you've heard me say this before, the biggest bang for the buck activity is to conduct a security risk assessment. You know, this is a fundamental security activity. It's the basis for HIPAA compliance activities, and we even recently saw it as the single security requirement listed for Stage 1 of the Meaningful Use Incentive Program. So we see that, you know, it's basically a key fundamental component of security. Um, once an organization does a risk assessment and understands its risk areas, it can evaluate its current security controls, its policies and procedures, et cetera, and then performing periodic assessments and managing that by making changes to controls where needed is the best way for an organization to meet all of its security goals as well as its compliance requirements. So um, that's something definitely worth spending some resources on. 
Well, thanks very much. We've been talking today with Lisa Gallagher of Hymns. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.